I want to share my hacks for teaching crosswind landings. Now, remember that these are optional. Every instructor has their own techniques. As a matter of fact, it can be almost painful for one instructor to hear another instructor teaching different techniques than what they use. So these are techniques and not procedures. They're not required. It's just the way that one instructor does it. So I have two hacks or tips that I use when I teach crosswind landings. The first one is that I noticed when I was teaching students early on in their training, they would often get a little bit confused or maybe tripped up by the extra drag that they would get when they transitioned to a side slip from a crab. As you know, I'm the type of instructor who would be emphasizing aiming points a lot as they were coming into land. So they would have an aiming point all nice and set up, and then they would transition to a side slip, and they would notice the extra drag, and they would notice that the aiming point started moving up in the windshield. That would often distract them, and right when they should have been focusing on a beautiful side slip, instead, they would be reaching their hand for the throttle and trying to correct for that aiming point and add more power and that kind of thing. And so what I ended up doing, just for the beginning of their, their learning experience, is I would tell them that it was okay to aim a little bit farther ahead than usual, almost like they were coming in for a longer landing. And I would tell them that when they did transition to the side slip, they could get some extra drag, but I would remind them that they already had a little bit of extra leeway built in. And so that way they could really focus on just handling the crosswind better. That's my first hack or tip. My second one, again, is just optional, but I found that for me, one of the fastest ways that I could teach a student how to land in a crosswind was to do low passes over a runway. So what I, we would do is I, the flight instructor, would handle the power and the pitch as we flew in that low pass over the runway. And we might have one or two notches of flaps. We wouldn't have full flaps. And I would let the student focus on what the effects of the ailerons and the rudder were doing. So I might have the student move the ailerons back and forth, and I would remind them how the ailerons control the horizontal position of the airplane over the center line. And then I might have them move the rudder back and forth several times and remind them how the rudder points the nose. Then, either on that first pass or maybe on the next pass, I would have them put it all together and practice putting the plane in that side slip so that one wing was low and one wheel was low. And because I was the one making sure the plane was not landing, just flying low over the runway, they could really focus on just experimenting with the controls and moving them back and forth until they got what they wanted. Now, this only works in certain types of weather. The best type of weather would be a strong crosswind that wasn't too gusty. 
And sometimes it's hard to find that type of day. You can't just magically wave your wand and find the weather. But I did find that doing this technique really sped up the process of how students learned. So those are my two hacks or tips on how to learn crosswind landings faster. 